Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. What we got? All right. All right. I'm going to get rid of this dress. This is uh, Jill Coleman. What up? It's Danny J. What dress Johnson. are you wearing? This dress, I don't know. I got it in Stitch Fix and I think I only kept it because like if you keep all five things, you get a discount. So basically it was free. So I didn't throw it back, but I was like, oh, maybe I'll wear it. And I put it on and I'm like, no, this print just isn't me. It does. It's not you. And why are you wearing no. a dress just out home? <laughs> hanging out working because it's I don't know it seemed cozy all of my pants all my sweats are in the wash and I have no I had nothing to wear and I was like oh I've literally never worn this I put it on and I was like yeah I can see why I've never worn it. <laughs> like I'm staring at myself in the zoom and I'm like no no this, this isn't it I took a bunch of stuff to Goodwill yesterday too and now I got to go back and take this also to Goodwill <laughs> um So I wanted to talk about this because a few episodes ago, we talked about sort of outgrowing your business and your brand and sort of like someone had asked us, shout out to Trish. She said, you know, is it okay to pivot if you just don't feel like your business is really speaking to who you are anymore? And I wanted to talk about this because I've just sort of started noticing this around my own stuff. And I'm, I don't, part of me doesn't like it because I feel like it's a little bit rude, but there are certain parts of my life. And it's funny because I'll just tell this backstory really quick. Um, most of you guys know, if you're longtime listeners, Danny and I were both fitness competitors in our twenties. We were both very like strict nutrition, strict exercise, um, you know, modeling, competing, and really what I consider to be a lot of ego pursuits. So a lot of like, do I look good? Are my abs showing? Like just everything was sort of about us. And at the time I remember feeling so body obsessed and so, um, just constantly thinking about my body. And I'm sure maybe you're listening to this, maybe this has happened to you, just feel insecure all the time. You're self-conscious about your body, even though I was really lean and I was really fit. I just, uh, it's it was body dysmorphia, obviously. And I remember at the time, because my, hu- my then husband was eight years older. And I remember him saying stuff like, you know, I just like not in in a mean way, but would say stuff like, I'm just over that. Like, I just don't like, that's not a priority for me anymore. Like I want to be fit. I want to be healthy, but honestly, like I, I can't get on board with like the 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 minutia of this body obsession and stuff. And he would just, you know, he would indulge me when I asked, like my abs showing and stuff like that. But I could tell he was a little bit turned off, you know. And if you asked him now, he would probably say, Yeah, that was a turn off to me. It was just felt like a young person's, like a more of an immature sort of style. And I think looking back, I'm like, yeah, it was. Because now I feel like he felt. Now I'm like, yeah, what the fuck was I doing? And now this is the whole point of this episode. Now, when I see people who are blatantly fit and healthy and in shape complaining about how they're fat or they hate their body or they don't look good or they're complaining about stuff, I get so annoyed, like instantaneously annoyed. And I'm like, probably because that was me, you know, like 12, 15 years ago, that was me. But it's so off-putting to me that like, as soon as anyone around me like says, oh, like I just hate my stomach or I just, oh, like I just, I literally am like, if you say you're fat to me, I'm just going to agree. 
because honestly, I can't, I don't like, I'm done being like, you're not like, cause at the end of the day, I'm just yeah. like, you're fit, you're lean, you're healthy. And I can't stand the, and so I, I, I guess it's all me saying, I'm definitely not <laughs> understanding of that mentality only because that was me. And I think yeah. I see my former self in that headspace and it disgusts me because I never want to go back to that because it was so miserable. And I, I think I'm now where my ex-husband was. Yeah back then. And so moving on from these, I don't even talk about it. I don't want, I don't want to talk about weight loss or leanness or food obsession. I mean, I love moderation 365 and I will certainly, you know, obviously push that agenda, but I don't have any food issues anymore. I don't have any body issues anymore. So it's hard sometimes for me to get down into the minutia of some of that stuff because it's like kind of off putting. I just want someone to just be on the other side of it. You know, and I'm sure that's sort of how my ex was feeling at the time too. Like it's such a small thing, like be on the other side. It's so much bigger than this. You're so much better than this. There's so much more to life than this. And I'm wondering if you've had that same experience. Oh yeah. Well, I know the, the main topic of conversation we really want to talk about is like outgrowing things that you once cared about that once you cared about a lot. And I thought there are so many things that at one time in my life were such a big deal wanted nothing more than to just talk about them, to be about them, or they were just big, big things that helped me make life decisions. And now I could not care less. And I'm like, that's not a thing. You know, one of them even is <laughs> as silly as this is, is just like college and education. Like it was such a yes. big deal of like what you wanted to study and go to school for and, and the things that I studied. And now I'm just like, I don't care. Like if someone asks about degrees, I'm like, do you like who asked about who asked what kind of degree you have? You know, what is that? For? And at one time that was a really, really big deal to me and getting a degree was a really big deal to me. And it's not to say that not like when I meet people today, like who are maybe our age or going back to school, I don't like that, that this is my first thought, but my first thought literally is why <laughs> I knew you're going to say that. Like, what are you doing that for? Why are you like in your forties and getting a degree? And I know it's important and I know it's important. And maybe, and again, maybe it's because I've done it and it, I have it. And it's, it, if I didn't, maybe I'd be like, you know, I do want to. And I've actually been looking into some education stuff lately. I've been really going down this rabbit hole of psychedelic assisted therapy. And a lot of these um, providers need to have like a higher degree. So I've been looking into like these certifications and I was like, oh my God, do I need to get a PhD now? And so I'm like, fuck, do what I have to go to school again for this shit? And the thought of going to school has just felt so blah and heavy. And at the same time, just it's brought me back to remembering how important it was for me to go to school and get a degree. And so I've just really, really shifted. And not to say, and it depends on where you are in your life, right? If you're like mm -hmm. 19, 20 and you want to go to school, that's one thing. But for me, it's like a lot of people who are already in their career and they're like going back. I'm like, why are you going back though? <laughs> why are you going back to school? And it's just, a, it's a priority thing that doesn't matter to me anymore. That used to be a big deal. So yes, this is the body thing. Same. I can try to think of like more examples of the relationship thing be, is, is yeah. totally too. And you and I have talked about this a little bit in other episodes where we've had girlfriends who have never been married. And really had a lot of urgency 
and anxiety to find their person. You know, they were our age or maybe a little bit younger and they were just like, oh my God, I need to find someone. And like, we're just really like, that was their entire focus was trying to find someone. And and for me, it's not that that was off-putting. I was like, I totally get it, but I didn't have any of that kind of urgency to find someone to like date again after my marriage. I was like, I honestly thought I was just going to be like, I would date guys here and there, but I was going to be single. And so to see, so I think it's also to your point, if you've done it already, yeah. you you know, you've already been there, done that. You know, I think with the body stuff, I see it. I go to Gold's Gym in Venice Beach and I see people who are, their entire life is getting up on stage. Like literally it's a full-time job. We were talking about this, Keith and I last week. And I was like, people go to that gym for like four hours and bring meals. Like, could you imagine that was be, and again, this is coming off like super judgmental, but I think it's because I've already done that that it's easy for me to be like, yeah, I would never want that, you know? Cause I, to me, it's not, I don't know, the, the, the novelty has worn off or the excitement has worn off. But if you're listening to this and you've never done a show and you've always wondered to yourself, like, wow, I wonder if I could get in that kind of shape, then go for it. You know, I think for a lot of people, it's like, you've never done that, then try it. Mm -hmm. I think you're going to be like, cool, that was fine. I don't ever need to do that again. But I do think there's a level of maturity too, where you just kind of look at, at least for me, how is me obsessing about my body contributing in a larger way? And honestly, I think that's why a lot of people have midlife crises is because they do sort of wake up from this place and and like wonder what all of this is for. You know, what have I even really done? If I was this age and still competing, I probably would feel a little crisis of purpose, you know, like, because what, where do you go from there? You get up on the Olympia stage, you get up on the, you know, get in that top magazine, you get that, I don't know, magazine cover and then what? You know, at the end of the day, for me, feeling meaning in my work or what I'm doing in the world is so much more fulfilling than having the body that others are like, wow, she's so fit. Awesome. I don't know. For me, it's like, it's fun for 30 seconds. And then you're like, okay, but what else? And it's like a never ending mountain to climb versus having something that feels like a little bit more meaningful to me. And that of course is work, but for someone else, it might be kids or it might be their relationship or whatever, but I'm not sure where you're at with that. Well, I'm trying to think, you know, you made the point of maybe it's because we've been there, done that. So like the relationship been there, done that and competing, but I was trying to think if there's anything that used to be a big deal to me that isn't now that I didn't do that I didn't accomplish. Mm -hmm. And I think there's also a few things there. Like, um, I used to really, think it was a big deal to like, I think, and I didn't necessarily want to become a doctor, but like getting a PhD or something, I just, the education back to the education, I didn't get a PhD. I don't have a doctorate, but I'm not, I'm also like, no, that's not important to me. Um, certain things with money too, you know, like mm-hmm. hitting a certain number goal, a certain number goal by a certain amount of time, those things I'm like, cool. Yes. And then what, you know? So I think there's a lot of things that did used to matter a lot, lot more to me, maybe even writing a book. I still want to write a book and I've been working on this, but I guess the pressure isn't on. I I feel differently about it now. So I still want to do it. Um, I want, I actually was hiring a book coach back in 2021 before my mom passed. And we were supposed to have like our last session the week she was in hospice for my proposal. And then it just kind of fell apart and I haven't like really picked it back up since. And that's something I'd like to pick back up, but it has a different urgency now to me. And in fact, everything we worked on, I feel like so much changed because of what happened Mm -hmm. with my mom that I like Mm -hmm. almost want to scrap it and redo it. So there's things too that, that mattered to me in a certain way. And I saw a certain way that I 
just have shifted now. Mm -hmm. And I think things like divorce, death, injury, illness, like big things are also things that really shift you and your and what you find important. In fact, my dad texted me last week and he said, um, he's like, we're supposed to vote this week. So it's like the week, you know, you could go in mm-hmm. for early voting. He goes, this is my first time in 40 years that I haven't wanted to vote. And I just don't care. And he's like, and he goes, I think I must be going through a midlife crisis. And I was like, well, dad, I'm like, I thought I went through a midlife crisis and you're in your sixties. So good job for waiting till you're that old. But also I said, of course it makes sense. Like you've been through such a big and different year that certain things that matter before just don't mm-hmm. seem to matter. Like mm-hmm. you go through with the death of your spouse of 40 years, suddenly maybe voting was a big deal to you. And then it's like, who cares, you know, in comparison to that, like who cares about voting? Totally. And so I think those are things in our lives that make us really shift our perspective on what matters and what's a big deal. Things that were a big deal before just don't seem to have the same weight. Like not that they don't matter. It's not like voting doesn't matter, but you're just like, okay, I just don't really care this year. It doesn't Mm -hmm. really matter to me. Like I just lost my partner or I just lost my job or I just, you know, something happened in your life where you're just like, that just doesn't matter. And back to the food thing, that's really what shifted me out of the sweaty Betty's was an experience. I went to an orphanage and there was not a lot of food and they gave us a wonder bread, peanut butter sandwich. And I remember just having these two simultaneous thoughts. First thought was, oh my gosh, this is so disgusting. I would never eat these carbs on this bread. My second thought is this is all we have to eat and I'm freaking hungry. And then those real, the two thoughts simultaneously led to this realization of holy shit, I live in a country where I get to choose. This is what I eat or don't eat. And I get to like poo poo carbs. And I'm in a country right now that this is all they get. They don't have a choice. And suddenly I was like, does this shit really matter? Like people are messaging me every day asking if they could eat carbs after four o'clock and they're being so ridiculous about nutrition that I was like, this is not, you don't want to contribute to it anymore. Yeah. Like this is just not where I'm at anymore. And it just felt so minuscule in the environment that I was in. So I think big life changes and things like that can really shift our perspective and really make us look at things that were really important, not to say that they aren't, and if they're important to you, they are, but sometimes something in your life changes and you're like, that shit doesn't matter that much, you know? And it's perspective, right? And, and honestly, it's, I really do think it is when you're older, you know, and you, as you, as you age, you just have more experiences and Mm -hmm. with more experiences comes perspective, Cause it's not, you know, when you're 18, 25, whatever, you don't have as many relationship experiences. You don't have as many work experiences, right? You don't have all of those things to kind of show you. It's funny. It's obviously you and I both work with entrepreneurs and personal brands. And it's kind of like with my beginner students online, every single social media post has so much weight. They're like, everything is a make it or break it post. It's like, this is good. I did I get, and once over time you have thousands of posts you realize that it's just not that big of a deal. It's like, it's fine. I don't even look at my you know, likes or comments or anything like that anymore because you just have more experience. And I think the same thing is in life too. And I don't know if you're experiencing this, but I have a lot more compassion for myself and for others too, as a, re- a result of 
being older, where now pretty much everyone I know has fucked up in some way, including myself multiple times. You know, I'm just like, oh, that like everyone I know and I can see my parents and they're so human now too. And so then I just realized, shit, we are all, no one is perfect. In fact, we are all, you know, fucked up in our own way and we all have made mistakes and we've all, you know, done shitty things and we've all struggled through something. And I'm like, we're all the same. So doesn't everyone, including ourselves, just, just, uh, what's the word? Uh, deserve a level of compassion and empathy and grace and gentleness. And so, I don't know, I think it's age because it's just more experiences combined. And at the same time, sometimes because of that perspective and because I feel like, especially in my forties now, I feel uh, I'm definitely not doing it perfectly, but I certainly feel more equipped to handle a lot of things. And so when I do see someone who's our age, who is really fragile in a way, sometimes I, I don't, I'm not really disgusted, but I'm a little bit like, but you're 40, right? Like, like, and I, and that speaking of judgment, like that's a super judgmental statement, but at the end of the day, I'm just like, God, like, I hate to see that because I'm like, wow, like life is so much bigger than this. Or there's so many more things that you could be spending your time stressing about, like, and and it's obviously everyone deserves their own experience of life or whatever. But I think sometimes that hits me because I'm just like, I thought we were past this. Like you're still struggling with food stuff, right? You're still struggling with your body image. Like we're 40, like we got to figure this out. And so it, I always appreciate when people share that stuff because like, it's real. But at the end of the yeah. day, I do find myself kind of comparing and being like, well, I thought we were all past all of that now. You know, I have a someone I know, not like a close friend, but an acquaintance who is like mid thirties and still is having a really hard time, like with their parents. And I was like, oh, like, you know, and, and again, everyone has their own experience, but I think because my personal experience is like, I dealt with my parents shit in my early twenties and like worked that out with them back then that I'm like, oh, everyone, people are still like worried about their parents think of them. Like, I don't know. I just felt, I thought we were past that. You know, I thought we we're at a point where like our parents know you, they see you, they're, you're their friends or you're not. You sort of came to a realization and some people are really struggling through that sometimes. So everyone deserves to go at their own pace. But yeah, I find myself sort of, I don't want to say like not respecting because that's super judgmental, but in a way being like, oh, we're still there. And yeah. it's mostly because I recognize my old self in a lot of those scenarios with the food obsession, the body obsession and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, fuck, that was me. And I think yeah. that's why it's so off-putting to me. Yeah. I think age and experience. So I guess it's not necessarily always age because- some people are really sheltered. And so just because they get older, doesn't mean they're having any experiences. So I think we have the more experiences we have, the more we're able to look at things uh, differently. I remember when I was probably 17, I was 17 or 18. I must've been 17 because I was living at home. I borrowed my mom's car. Um, I was taking college classes before my senior year and I um, got in a car accident. And I remember it going, oh my gosh, like I messed up the bumper, not really bad, but I was so freaked out about the car. And I was like, my parents are going to kill me. And then they reacted so much differently than I expected. Mm -hmm. And now I get it. But the reaction was, are you okay? It's like, we don't care about the car as long as you're alive and you're not hurt. And I remember just thinking, I can't believe they don't think about care about the car. And I'm sure they did. But I think that's something that comes with perspective too, is like, we know we've lost people in car accidents, people die all the time. And so you start to see like what really does matter. It's like, yeah, insurance will fix a car. Sure, it'll cost a little bit of money, but you can't replace a person. And right. so those are also things that I think come with age and or experience and ways to like be calm in a situation like that instead of freaking out about the 
car accident, like a lot of the people who were in the car accident were who were adults were calm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is the right. end of the world. <laughs> right. So that's so I interesting. Think... I'm so glad you had that experience because I've had something yeah. similar to that. Yeah. So I think, I think that, you know, it does, age doesn't necessarily guarantee, but you're going to come away with some of these things, but I think it can help. I think experiences do. And I think hard experiences, hard life experiences tend to make us shift our perspective and look at what's important and not important. And I'm wondering too, you know, as part of this conversation is prior to the pandemic, because I think the pandemic changed everyone's perspective on everything is what maybe did some of these, our listeners find more important prior to 2020 mm. that are less important now. And I know I talked to a lot of people who um, worked a lot less and realized like their work, the hustle, the grind, the showing up, all of that was just a lot less important after the pandemic because they got to stay home. They got to rest. They got to like, I, and I say got to now, but at the beginning, it felt like they had to stay home. They had to rest. They couldn't go to work, but then it turned to this. I get to do this. And I enjoyed spending more time with my family or my kids. I know some people really were surprised, you know, their kids were always in school and now their kids were home and they're like, I'm actually getting to spend time with my family. And this is the first time. And it's actually really, really nice. So I'm curious as to, you know, who listening had some big shifts that prior to 2020, you know, 2019 thought X, Y, and Z was really important. And now after they're like, mm. nah, I'm good. Like we don't do that anymore. Oh, it's so good. I'm glad you said that because I think a lot of th that changed for a lot of people too. And it just put things in perspective too. You know, I know it was a good excuse, quote unquote excuse for people to sort of like, it did force them to slow down and actually really start thinking about what they wanted from their life. You know, I think it's so easy to, especially if you're in the same job for a long time and you've been having kids and the kids are, you're bringing the kids everywhere all the time. It's like, it's so easy to just get bogged down with your head down. And I think the pandemic forced a lot of people to sort of like look up and be like, oh, is this actually what I want to be doing? And I now maybe have the flexibility, maybe have the, the energy to shift things if I want to, and really think about what I want. So I'm glad you said that. I feel like that is definitely a big, a big thing. We'd love to hear from you guys. Anyway, I don't know if this discussion was useful, but I think it's just always good to look at. And for me, it's a good reminder too, to like, you know, just to pick up on and have the awareness of some of my own sensitivities and some of my own evolution. And I hope that you guys also recognize that if there's things in your life that used to be important to you that are no longer important, or, you know, for me, I'm, I'm at that point with a lot of things, I think I still have a long way to go because I think I still judge some of that stuff. And I think for me, that's probably like the next phase is like realizing it and then not judging it because I think I was just so turned off by some of the stuff I prioritized in my early years. Um, so when I see people doing that now, I sort of have like a re repellent sort of response, but I think, you know, we're allowed to evolve and, and having the awareness of who am I now? And I don't have to still be that thing I was. And I don't have to even talk about that thing that I was if I don't want to. And there's still so much more ahead that I'm sure I'm going to continue to evolve. Maybe listen back to this episode in five years and be like, yeah, that wasn't even a thing. <laughs> that wasn't even important. But we just did the episode on the dating apps, which is funny because it has been about four years since we were like majorly on those apps. So things do change over time. And I think it's always important to just honor who you are in the moment and not judge it. You know, what's funny is uh, I was thinking the person I was when I was about 18, 19, and I was very much a 
hippie. Like I, I was really angry about plastic bags and people like how, why are we recycling? I really wanted to recycle everything. I didn't understand why people you didn't reuse bags, like buy tote bags and reuse bags. And then we had the technology for cars like a Prius and nobody was driving like Prius wasn't a thing, but now like the, the world I wanted when I was 19 is actually happening now, which is really cool. <laughs> I just didn't know why nobody was as upset about it as I was. Nobody was taking it seriously. And I'm looking at the world now and it's happened slowly. And I've let it go to where I'm like, you know, I still, I'll forget my bags all the time. I like, I went to the grocery store last night. I actually brought reusable ones, but nine times out of 10, I forget. And I bring home plastic bags and I just use them as poop bags for the dog. But, and I'm sitting here and I drove to the store today and I drove past the um, gas station because I'm driving a Tesla and I'm like, look, I'm an electric vehicle. I'm like using my reusable bags. This is like the future me that I wanted when I was 19 years old. But I had to let all that go because the anger and the being upset that everyone else wasn't thinking about it like I was, was just too much. I was tired of being angry and like being an angry activist. And I wasn't even an activist. I was just an angry hippie or something. <laughs> Isn't an angry, angry at I, was, I was an angry environmentalist. So I think that sometimes things um, will become less important. And it's funny. It's almost like when they do, somehow they start to like catch on. So maybe if we find something that's really important, maybe it's environmental issues or health issues, or I don't know, something like we we're looking around and we're like, everybody needs to know this. Maybe if we just stop being Wait so- 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> and stop being so aggressive about it. Then people are more likely to listen to. I don't think mm. anyone really cares to listen to like the angry person, but the rational person, the kind person, it's, you know, you can be a lot more open to it. But I, I just did kind of find that funny today. I made just kind of made the observation to myself when I drove by the gas and I had brought my bag and I'm like, wow, the world is actually turning into what I was wanting it to be 20 years ago. It's just taken a while, just yep. taken a while. I so love that. we're getting, we're getting our bags. We're getting our tote bags. We're cleaning up the, the planet. <laughs> I love it. Look at you. You were way before your time. I know. And then I gave you're, up on it. You're always a trendsetter. <laughs> uh, well, I would be interested if you guys, uh, if this happened to you, if there's something in your life that you're just like, I used to be so about that. Now I'm not, what does that look like? And then just, you know, just honoring who you are now and realizing that we can change and we can evolve and we get to, and probably the person we will be in 10 years, 20 years is not the person we are now. And that's, I think the beautiful thing about life is that we get to change and our sensitivities change, our insecurities change, you know, what, where we put our energy also changes. So would be interested in hearing from you guys. Always our DMs are open at the best life podcast on Instagram. And uh, that's it, Danny. What else you got? That's it. That's all I got. All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much for your time and attention. Appreciate you guys listening as always. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.